And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. What are we going to talk about today? Maybe the latest jobs report. Did you catch that? Maybe the, the Fed rate hike? Or boy, oh boy, the latest inflation reading. Hey, we could talk about that. But now let's, let's head into the uh, last few weeks of the year focused on something else. Let's talk about getting our hands on some cash. Some good old cold hard cash. Possibly a considerable amount of cash, namely to prepare for the coming for the coming year. Now why would we want to do that? Why would you want to do that? I don't know. What are your goals for for the coming year? We are in the final stretch here, last couple of weeks of the year. Have you set any goals from you know from a real estate investing perspective? Since this is a show about real estate investing, what what are you planning to do in the coming calendar year? Buy a single family rent house, maybe your first. Maybe buy 10 single family rent houses. We have a, actually have a class at Lifestyles Unlimited that talks about buying 10 houses in a year. Maybe you want to double your existing portfolio of houses if you're already a single family rental owner like I am. Or start investing passively in apartments. Or maybe even you want to buy you may want to buy your own solo apartment community. These are all things you can do, but these are all things that are going to take some cash. So let's, let's talk on this show about how you can get your hands on some of that cold, hard cash. So you, you can meet those goals in the coming year. Now, before we get to those, those sources of cash, and I'm going to tell you now, hear me out because some of this, you're going to flinch. You're going to say, no, there's no way I'm going to do that. There's no, but, but, but you're going to get your hands on a good pile of money when you do, but you're going to have to overcome some, some barriers, some hurdles, some, some mindset, some resistance that you're going to have in your, in your own head. But before we get to that, I want to prime you a little bit and talk about why would we even want to tap into that cash to invest in real estate in the first place. If you've never invested in a single family rental house or passively in apartments, let alone bought your own, why would, why would we do that? Well, we want to get that cash out of that. We'll talk about how, but we want to get that cash to create even more cash. Simply put, we're going to create cash flow through our real estate investments and we're going to grow our wealth. And if you've never heard of the the, I'm going to assume you're new to the program, and if you've never heard of the financial benefits of investing in rental real estate, I want to lay that out first. I want to be very clear, and I want you to understand this because there is a lot going on here that people don't really realize and, and may not think about, and it is very critical to your successful growth, growing your wealth, as we mentioned, to your financial freedom as I opened the show and really to your early retirement and, and ongoing success in your retirement. You may already be retired, but what the things we're going to talk about can help you improve that situation. So what are the benefits? I'll explain these uh, in short. I'll just name these and we'll walk through these a bit. It's that cash flow I mentioned. And then a lot of equity plays. We're going to have equity capture. I'll tell you what that is. Equity buildup 
appreciation, forced appreciation, there's a difference there, and tremendous tax advantages. And, and number one, the first thing, the thing I always look at and what I looked at a decade ago when I started was cash flow. That's what I was interested in was creating additional cash flow in, 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 in large part because we wanted to get my wife out of a terrible job. So we needed to create the cash flow to replace her income. And right now, if I think about a single family house, that can be anywhere from 200 to maybe 500, even $600 I've seen recently on a single family rental. And that's the net that I'm keeping at the end of every month on a single family house. On apartments, it varies uh, based on the deal type. So I'm going to focus on, on the houses for right now. But we say it all the time. The deal has to cash flow. If it's not going to create cash flow, it is not a good deal. Now, on apartments, that may be out of ways. That may be several months or even a year, even two away. It depends on the structure of that. And there are reasons why you might go the other direction, namely that equity. But if your focus is cash flow, look, look for that in those apartments. And you'll absolutely want to have that in those houses. And when I go back to the opener, uh, when I opened the show, I mentioned that 7.1% inflation read. That is still very high uh, based on what we're used to. And costs are still going up substantially. So that added cash flow, just from a, a purely practical perspective, that can help cover those higher costs at the grocery store uh, or given the time of year for those Christmas gifts. That's That's why create some extra cash flow. Now, how do we do that? Well, we put that rental house on the market. We get it rented. Uh, uh, we move a great family in and we talk about how to do the, all the hows, all the, all the, all the, all the process type questions at Lifestyles Unlimited. We're not going to do that today. I just want you to understand the fundamentals, but we're going to start charging a rent and we get that gross rent. We pay our expenses out of that. That's going to be the, the principal and interest on the mortgage, the, the taxes and the, the insurance. Uh, we fix the house up from the outset. We should have no maintenance if you're doing it right. And out, at the end of the day, we're going to have that net cash flow that's going to go into our bank account, into our pocket that we retain. Very, very important is that cash flow. So I want to get to that pile of cash, and we'll, we'll get to how, so that I can create, namely, more cash flow. For me, again, a decade or so ago, that was the big focus. But that's not the only thing that real estate can do for you. We make money five ways on our houses, six on those apartments. And let's go on because the equity piece of this, that's that wealth building. That is very, very important as well. That's not something I so much had on my radar personally as a younger dude working a full-time job. My target at the beginning was cash flow. But it has changed. My, my focus has shifted over the years. And the, the second big way that we make money on our houses, that is through equity capture. What is equity capture? This is the second way that we make money. This is significant. I mean, this can really be significant. Typically, we're buying distressed assets, distressed houses. The seller's distressed. I got to have a fire sale. Someone died. I inherited a house. I don't want it. Just take it off my hands. I'm tired of paying the taxes and mowing the grass and looking at it fall apart. Take it off my hands. It's a fire sale. So you, you get that at a discount. Same is true for apartments or they've been mismanaged out of state owner there are all kinds of reasons why we get these things at a discount but we do and through the process we create equity we call that equity capture i have a good example i was just flipping through my my email inbox here uh i get a lot of emails from the realty team all across the nation where we have lifestyles uh realty that whether that's missouri kansas 
uh, Georgia. This one happens to be from the Houston area. And this is a house. The asking price is $139,000 when it's all fixed up because it's because it needs some work that's part of the distressed aspect it's going to be worth 225 there's a very big spread there yes some of that spread's going to be eaten up through the repair costs that's true uh, but at the end of the day my est this is based on the realtor's data my estimated equity capture is $41,000 my out of pocket to to do this to buy this fix it up uh stabilize it is about 20,000 so i more than doubled my money right there that's actually a that's a 200% return that is a great great equity capture number right there if I repeat that 10 times think about just picture in your mind how you've increased your wealth so that's equity capture we see that on apartments as well um, just through the just through the, the process of buying right that's the key here now we hold this we fix it up we've stabilized it as I mentioned in the a little bit earlier we, we, we put a resident into place they're paying those those rents every month part of that rent goes towards our debt we, we're not cash buyers we like to put we like to use leverage that really magnifies our returns so they're paying down that mortgage for me every month and a little bit of that mortgage payment a lot goes to interest that's true uh, but a little bit goes towards the principal payment and that pay down and we call that equity buildup that can be anywhere from 100 200 I think I have a house where it's $250 a month right multiply that times 12 that gets you your annual gain just on that equity buildup and it may not sound like a lot but again multiply that across a uh, port portfolio of 10 maybe even 20 houses it can be significant or take a take a look at a 300 unit apartment community if you're, if you're gonna think about it in terms of doors you're gonna see that equity build up there as well quietly working in the background creating wealth now aside from that equity buildup what have we seen and, and we see this across the years the decades real estate doubles in value about every 20 years now we had a significant increase in values at least here in Dallas Fort Worth across Texas and really across the nation over the last decade or so and that's just market appreciation call it appreciation you know average here in Texas maybe three four five percent depending on your particular submarket it was much higher Austin was north of 30 percent last year uh, so really really pop but on average three four five percent but that's again working just like that equity buildup in the background creating wealth now that's for houses they're they're based on market appreciation based on sold comps apartments do uh, we see uh, market appreciation there as well unique to those apartments a little bit of a differentiator to houses is that we also can force appreciation by as I just mentioned they're that they may be mismanaged when we go in and improve that management we drive more cash to the bottom line and because this is a business it is valued differently than those houses and we can really lever that value into the stratosphere through our actions as good investors as good syndicators as good uh, apartment owners create more create more cash improve those units drive up the rents drive down the expenses we we we, all, we operate on multiple on multiple uh, levels to to drive that net operating income up and create that value that's forced appreciation unique to apartments so if you're really wanting to build wealth and create that equity that might be something for you to look at and I mentioned a moment ago we may not cash flow on day one on apartments because it may be a really heavy lift where you really create a lot of that equity through that forced appreciation takes a little bit of patience depends on your goals as we mentioned a moment ago and finally big thing you do need to understand is that the the tax advantages 
of rental real estate, whether houses or apartments, they're tremendous. We know that when we sell the property, we can exercise certain advantages of the tax code called the 1031 exchange to defer those taxes, take those gains, roll them forward without paying right now and invest in more property. That's just one aspect. Depreciation pays into plays into rather um, the picture as well, and I'll touch on that here in just a moment when we start to talk about uh, getting to those piles of cash that you may not know you have, maybe haven't thought you could get to, but really you can. It may take a little bit of uh, uh, mental mental gymnastics to get you there to overcome your fears, but uh, we we can get you there. So that's the reason, though. If you're new to this, if you're catching the show for the first time, that's what I want you to take away first and foremost, is that unlike your your portfolio of stocks where you may see some market appreciation, I don't know what it's doing now, going down, uh, a little bit of dividends, um, you're making money two ways. On my houses, I've seen this over the past decade, I'm making money five ways. On the apartments I've invested in passively, we're making money six ways. It's really good for you if you want to build wealth and create cash flow. Why now? Why are we talking about 2023? You know, the best time to buy real estate, hands down, was 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago. But the second best time is right now. Get that thing into play. Of course, looking forward to the coming year, 2023, there there are a lot of signs flashing opportunity in very big capital letters, opportunity. A lot of people are moving into buying mode. Be sure to listen to Del Walmsley. He's the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited. You can go to our website if you missed the earlier part of this show. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. You can catch this this program archived there. But more importantly, you can find Del Walmsley. He, again, the founder. He's been doing this for over 30 years. He's been through a ton of cycles. And he discussed his position on a recent show. He is in buying mode. He is offering on apartments right now. He's even often offering on houses. He is expecting a lot more opportunity here in the future. So this is why we're talking about this right now, because you need to get ready. It's it is, the, the, the idea behind the show today is getting ready for the coming year. Cash being the big thing. We need to have cash, right? If we want to buy a single family rent house, maybe we maybe we want to buy multiple in the coming year. Maybe you want to double your existing portfolio of rental houses or start investing in apartments like, like I opened with the show. You need cash. You need cash. You need to get your powder out of your wherever it's stored right now so that you're ready for the coming year because we're going to see some opportunity, right? You hear it on this show. The other radio hosts are talking about it. Uh, but, but again, Del Walmsley, be sure to listen to his program as well. 30 years experience, founder of Lifestyles Unlimited. I listen to him every opportunity that I get. Hey, we're going to head into a quick break. When we come back, let's talk about getting our hands on those piles of cash. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Stop waiting. Stop sitting around. Stop procrastinating. This is your time. Make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. People go, well, I don't know. It's gonna crash. <laughs> it's gonna be better next year. It's, I've got to listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me and tell me, you know, I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? <laughs> I go, and you're not rich yet? 
Well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month. <laughs> Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop, lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Listening to Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. Now, here's your host. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. If you have any questions for me, send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. Again, askandy at luinc.com. And I actually did have a listener question uh, regarding what we're about to talk about. And broadly, what we're talking about is getting ready for the coming year. We want to be prepared. And there, there are a number of things you want to do, but but having your powder dry and, and ready to go, your cash, that's a big part of it. Because what we do, this is not a no money down, no, no money out of pocket sort of thing. You'll hear people talk about that. Uh, for the large part, those are unicorns. Those are myths. Occasionally, you'll find a very low, even zero out of pocket investment house. But it's, they're few and far between. That's the mega grand slam. And if you spend your time waiting for those, you're going to be waiting. And you're going to be waiting. And you're going to be waiting. And you may never take action. You may never see any action. You may never start to get that cash flow or the equity uh, build up or equity capture, all the things we just talked about. You may never get those into play. So you want to have some cash ready to go. And the listener, the email I got was, he was asking about cash out refis specifically. Hey, can, can, can I talk to the mechanics of a cash out refinance? And just gleaning from the, the, the questions in his email, I think the, the concern was around taxes. He seemed concerned about the tax ramification with doing a cash out refinance specifically in his case on rental property and to you whether you have rental property or you you own your personal house if you do a cash out refinance you do not pay taxes that is not a taxable event that is what i want you to take away above all else right now there are no taxes paid on that money that you pull out i did a cash out refi on a rental house not too long ago i pulled sixty thousand dollars out i did not pay taxes on that there, there's a little bit of transaction cost because what I'm doing is I'm resetting the debt. That's all you're doing. It's just a finance. It's just a financial transaction. Now, if I sell the house, yes, then then there are then there would be taxes, potential taxes due, unless again I leverage those tax advantages, do that 1031 exchange, roll those gains forward, and defer the taxes. But to the listener, cash out refinance no tax liability. Now there was a further part of his question. He said, "Well, I thought you paid taxes on the profit." whether you leave the money in or, or pull it out. Yes, this is true. So as somebody that operates his own single family houses, what I'll be doing at the start of the year is getting all of my accounting together uh, onto the Schedule E. It's called uh, you know, putting together my rents. I uh, will deduct the actual expenses, that the, the mortgage interest, the, the taxes I've paid, property taxes, the, the insurance. If I've had any maintenance, which is, which is nominal, we'll, we'll account for that there. Uh, that'll get us to our, our, our first level of profit or loss. And then we're going to apply a really big part of the tax code, which is in our advantage when we own rental property, which is depreciation. We're going to subtract depreciation from that number. And that reduces the cash flow. And if you're doing it right, you'll, you may not have any cash flow on paper. We're still cash flow positive. Don't get me wrong. We want to be cash flow positive, but that depreciation offsets the remaining cash flow, that cash flow that you're actually pocketing to where your tax liability can be zero. Again, you have to do it right. 
right? You need to learn how to operate correctly to to attain this this particular tax advantage. This is on houses, but on apartments, the same thing is true. Well, the big difference for me as a passive investor is I'm not having to sit down and figure out all the math. The syndicator or what we call a lead investor that leads that apartment investment, they're going to do that, or their account accounting team will do that, and I'll get what's called a K-1 uh, by mid-March, and that shows me what the, the profit or loss was, and that will flow into my, my, my personal uh, income tax uh, return. But again, here too, thinking about that, that depreciation, that big tax advantage, we see that on apartments as well. And it gets even better because the apartment investors can do something to accelerate the depreciation, pull a lot of the, you know, you depreciate a building over 27 and a half years generally, but there are other parts of that building that can depreciate faster. Well, they get those pieces, they pull them forward to the start of the project, and we take a really, really big loss at the beginning of the year, uh, the, the first year of the hold of that apartment. Well, I can take that loss now and offset my other passive gains. If I don't use all the loss, I continue to roll that forward. I can carry that forward year after year until I deplete it and thereby reduce or zero out my tax burden. So to the listener, yes, you, you do calculate the profit and loss. Uh, are you paying taxes? Not necessarily. If you're doing it right, no. But when it comes to that cash out refi, whether on single family or apartments, that is not a taxable event. Right. And this is true for your personal residence as well, not just rental property. And you then thereby through that cash out refi, like I said, create a ton of cash for you to then go on and meet those coming year goals. Now let's talk about rental property, cash out refi. And here's where you're going to be putting up your, your mental barriers, your, those hurdles that are already starting to pop out. Just when I start to say the words cash out refinance, you're thinking, it's going to be hard. And, and, and you're going to have to get rid of emotion. You're going to have to approach this rationally. And the first thing I know you're thinking about are those higher interest rates, right? Depending, you know, maybe you bought a long time ago and had higher interest rates then and you're just sitting in and never did a cash out refi. Maybe that thing's completely paid off. What are you doing? What you really have to do now, if you're like me, I've got some that are sitting in the, in the 4%, let's say, recent purchases. I uh, just now have the equity to where I can do that cash out refi. I'm going to sit down and look at the spread between the additional cost, uh, excuse me, additional cost of the debt that I'm going to add, the new debt at that higher interest rate with a higher mortgage in place as well due to the appreciation we've seen. I'm going to look at the spread or the difference between what I have now and the returns I'm going to get through the new investments that I can make with that cash that I take out. That's the logical approach. That's the rational way to look at it. Now, I know you're, you're thinking going from a 4% interest rate on an investment property loan to 7.5%, you're paying 3.5% more, right? And you have a higher loan balance in place. How's that going to work? But, but just think about it. Think about what we talked about in the earlier segment. We're making money five ways on those houses. If I can take that money out and add another five houses, all cash flowing, all creating equity, through that equity capture, I gave you the example, one house costs $20,000 out of pocket in this example, creates 40000 That's huge. You know, if I can repeat that five times, I've just added $200,000 to my bottom line in equity. And then I'm going to experience that equity buildup and appreciation as I hold for a couple of years, three, five, however, however long your, your goals have that uh, laid out for you. 
And keep in mind, you don't have to stick to, as a rental owner, you don't have to stick to a traditional cash out, right? The Fannie Mae, 75%. You can, you can go in for a different loan to value if you want to flex that a little bit. Uh, you may get a better rate. You may have less of a mortgage payment. There are other products out there as well. So if you don't know about these, this is where you talk with somebody that does. This is where you work on that education, talk with experienced investors. For example, there are interest-only loans out there for rental property. And my guest just last week, Rick, one of our national single-family mentors, he mentioned that he took 18 of his single-family doors and rolled those into a single commercial interest-only loan. So he was able to tap into that, into the piles of cash that he had, had, had accrued through equity capture, equity buildup, appreciation, et cetera, over the, I don't know, past handful of years. What do you think he's going to do with all that cash that he got out? Yeah, he's going to create more cash flow, more wealth. And if you have any rental houses, that is absolutely something to look at. If you have a personal house, yes, I'm going to go there. Cash out refinance. What is the cost of the new debt, and can you beat that? If you're investing in an asset that creates money five ways, I bet you can. Now you need, again, I'm going to keep saying education. That's part of getting ready for the coming year. You need to know how to find those assets. You need to know, know how to invest correctly in those assets to create that wealth, to create that cash flow. Now, if you're looking at your rental portfolio and you're thinking, I just can't, I, I just can't see myself doing it. You can't get over that hurdle of refinancing if that's just unpalatable to you due to the higher interest rates and you've had that house for a few years. Well, you might think about selling it. Well, I know this, this next one is going to be a hard one for you to do as well. I'm going to talk about cashing out that 401k or that IRA, that retirement account. Did you just flinch? I bet you did. Mentally, you just raised a barrier. You said, no way. You've been trained. But use the same thought process. Can I take that money out? And can I create better returns through real estate? Again, we make our money five, way on those five ways on those houses, six with the apartments. So can I get better returns? Am I better off? And a few other questions you might ask yourself while you're at it. Just looking at that 401k. Yeah, I know it popped the other day. Inflation came in a smidge lower than expectations. I think they were expecting 7.3%. We came in at 7.1. Great. Still high. But what did the market do? It popped. Well, with real estate investing, it is very much a numbers game. I mean, I gave you a few numbers a moment ago in an earlier segment on a single family house down near Houston. I know going in roughly what my cash out of pocket is going to be, rent, uh, rent amount, cash flow, equity capture, etc. Now, of course, you do have another option if you have a 401k. I don't know about other retirement accounts. You can do a 401k loan, right? You can borrow against your 401k account and you pay yourself back. Uh, again, Mike Harrison, I mentioned him a moment ago. He's done a few shows where he's talked about how he got started in real estate investing, and he did this very thing. He borrowed against his 401k account, bought a house, paid himself back, did it again. Right? You can borrow up to $50,000 or 50% of the value in that 401k in most cases. So give that a thought. If you're not ready to pull it out permanently, maybe take a loan. Get to that cash. And one of the other places I like to Look at, and I've done this as well, to go find cash, and this can be a hard one too. Look at those toys, look at those extra vehicles. I went through this after my son was born. I had a motorcycle. I loved riding it, but it was gathering dust because I loved my son. I spent my time with him and not on the motorcycle any longer. So I said, hey, why am I just sitting on this thing? I'm paying registration taxes every year. 
uh, changing the oil, keeping it maintained, charging the battery. Let's just get it out of here, get that cash out. Some of you have very large toys that can create a lot of cash for you to meet those 2023 goals. By the way, that decline in inflation, the one of the big reasons why it beat expectation is because used car prices are now down 3.3% on the year. So if you're gonna sell those toys, you might wanna do that pretty quickly. If it keeps going in that direction, the we know the values, they're, they're used cars tremendously overvalued right now, but that's gonna start to come down and it seems like it's already beginning to do so. So it might be a good time to go ahead and pull those out now and get that capital into something that will make you money five or six different ways. You can buy those toys back later. So we've been talking about places to go and get cash again. Why are we talking about tapping into all that cash? Well, you just didn't realize you had it, number one, but we want to do that to invest, to put it to better use, to create cash flow, and to build wealth. And I'm going to go back to something I said at the start of the show, which is I don't know what your goals are for the coming year, do you? Have you sat down and figured out what those are? That's something to work on between now and the end of the year. Don't start January 1st. Have those ready to go when you hit the start of the year so you can hit the ground running. And while you're at it, think about things like, well, network is hugely important. Where am I going to go to build my real estate network? Start planning now for some good networking events to go to get out to a local real estate investing groups. You can go to meetup.com. If you're in, in, in the area where Lifestyles Unlimited is, come out to one of our case studies. If you're not, you can watch those online. You can watch those on YouTube. You can watch those if you follow us on Facebook or even better, come out to the Lifestyles Unlimited Wealth and Passive Income Expo. That's going to be coming up real soon. That's going to be here actually in my area, February 15th through the 18th, 2023 in Irving, Texas. When it comes to building network, we're going to have thousands, thousands of investors in one place. So actually, this year, two places. We've, we've got this spread across two venues in the Toyota Music Factory area. And you can learn more if you go to the website, wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. But do it fast. Three of the packages have already sold out. So you want to take action quickly if you want to get to this great way to start to work on that education that I talked about throughout the show as well. Education, networking, and get to that cash, cold hard cash, so you can start investing and hit those goals in the coming year. I thank you for listening. You've been listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investment Radio Show. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle.
The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.